Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Base left off the screen and buried him. There is number 300 on the season for Clay Thompson. His 303 to make it 23 14. Warriors on top. He's got 17. Clay, can you hear us? Wait for Bob Fitzgerald to chatting with him there for a second. I think Clay, you there? Chatty Bobby. There he is. <laughs> yep. Hey, um, first of all, I want to congratulate you. You got the 300 threes. Only Steph and James Harden have done that, and that that to me, it's just it's just. First of all, it's, it's great. You know, a year ago to see you come back, and now to see you playing at this level, it's just been fun. A lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. What what is what does it mean to you guys after this? topsy-turvy season that you have gone through to get back to the playoffs? Um, it's a great feeling, but obviously we're uh, not satisfied. I mean, we still got to see how things shake up today and see what our seating is, but uh, being in the playoffs is a huge accomplishment. I mean, don't let the championships and division wins fool you. There was a time where Warrior fans and the Warriors in, were just in a drought of playoff appearances, and to be there again... Uh, it's great. It's exciting. It's, you know, um, I know our best basketball is ahead for us. Well, Clay, I, I told Tim that you guys are going to be ready to play today. And were you ready to play? That first quarter, you came out just boiling hot. You hit five threes in the first quarter alone uh, to lead the team with 17 guys. And you, you guys put up 55 points in that first quarter. Um, that had to feel good for you that, hey, the, the work you put in and this is the biggest game of the season. Now you're into the playoffs, and you made a big mark there. And congratulations on that first quarter. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. I mean, to league, league in threes is a huge accomplishment individually, especially for what I've been through. Now, yeah. I'm just incredibly grateful for all the help along the way. And uh, that is just special. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's it's awesome. Like, it took so much work to get to this point. Be the third guy in NBA history to reach, hit that numbers. Right. Special. I know Steph has spoiled us. The 400 Club is one of <laughs> very rare air. So, I don't know. One day, maybe. So, you have a few days to get ready for uh, whomever you're going to play. But you're not. You are in the playoffs. You're not in that play-in. And you've avoided oh, that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. NBA playoffs, baby. we got a week to get right. And it's very exciting. So, Okay, Clay, really we'll, excited. we'll give you the update here. Uh, Clippers, Suns tied 98-705 to go. Lakers okay. are going to beat the Jazz. They're up 128-117 with 39.7 left. And the Pelicans and the Timberwolves are tied at 95 with 719 to go in that game. So, and, cool. And <laughs> you, you should, when you get to your phone, Google Rudy Gobert. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually going to Google NBA leader and three-pointers <laughs> made. There you go. Congrats. I give myself some self-confidence. Hey, you know what? You earned that. All the work you Thank put you, in, Tim. you earned that. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. And, and can't wait to call some more action in the playoffs. Appreciate that. All right, man. Clay Thompson, our guest.
Warriors with a 56-point win, largest margin of victory in a road game in franchise history. Wow. Previous was 42 back in uh, January 14th. Uh, 2022 at Chicago, which is 138 to uh, 96. It's the third largest margin of victory in franchise history. So they've won two more by more, but both those games are at home. That was 62 back on November 2nd, 1991 against Sacramento. That was right after the Mitch Richmond trade, and Mitch had not reported to Sacramento. I was on the other side for that one. And 59 against Indiana back on March 19th, 1977. So this is the biggest road win ever. And it's the third most points scored in franchise history. You know the most points, right? Not really. Think about chocolate. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. 169 back on March the 2nd, 1962. Wilt had 100 of those. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's the highest scoring game when Wilt had 100 then. Right. Correct. And 162 in Denver. I think you did that game. Yes. In November 2nd, 1990. I remember that game. Yes. Well, they won every quarter tonight, and they kept increasing the lead. You know, they were up by 20. Fabulous first quarter uh, with 55 points, and they shot 69%. They made 12 threes in that quarter alone, 12 out of their 18. Um, and, but you look at the end of the game, it's over 60%, 55% from three-point range. Um, and at the end of the first quarter, they're up by 28. They increased the lead. They won every quarter. They increased the lead. In the second quarter, they were up after, at halftime, they're up by 31. But into the third quarter, they're up by 45. And at the end of the game, they won it by 56, 157 to 101. Um, you know, if I'm Chauncey Billups coaching this uh, Blazers team, I'd, this is a good lesson for them to learn that there are two ends of the court. And, you know, you, you guys want to, you know, the young guys, and they'd like to score, but there's more to, uh, to, to the game than just scoring at one end, and defense is in, it, incredibly important. You know, and, and, but the problem, that I think, Jim, with that is, is the one problem I would say is that, that there's a bunch of these guys that – they, were, they played five guys at the end of the game. Yes. Five guys that were not on the roster at the start of the season. Right, right. And so I, I don't know if some of these guys are going to be back. And that's, that's, but, yeah, you're right. I think it's a lesson, like we said before, if you want to stand out on film in a game like this and yeah. you're a young player, right. do it on both ends. Yeah. You know? So, well, um, I just saw a couple of players, you know, a warrior makes a back cut and no one goes with him. And he's all alone at the rim. I, that's unforgivable. Right, right. And right now the um, – uh, what's what's checked first of all uh, the most important thing right now is the score of that Clippers Sun game LA Clippers in Phoenix and the Suns not playing a lot of their frontline players and right now the Clippers have forged a six point lead with a two forty one to go now it's down to two eighteen it's a four point lead a one fifteen to one eleven there Minnesota sent Rudy Gobert home at halftime and they. Uh, lead the Pelicans 105-102 with 3.05 to go in that one. 40 points for Brandon Ingram, Carl Anthony Towns with 30 points for the Wolves. Uh, Gobert, of course, punching. Kyle Anderson, uh, Mason Plumley got into it. Bones Highland, they shoved each other in a Clipper timeout. Tempers are frayed here in the NBA on that final day of the regular season. So uh, I think it was great, Jim. I was, the, the thing I was most pleased with watching the Warriors today and, and broadcasting this game 
was their focus right off the bat. Yep. And Clay Thompson did that. He scored five threes right off the bat, got to 300. But more importantly, he set the tone for this game. It was like, you guys are not going to beat us. It's not going to be like yesterday down in L.A. where you led the Clippers at halftime. We're going to set the tone early and make sure we take care of business tonight. And something we haven't seen, quite frankly, from the Warriors for most of the year. No, they had the focus and the purpose, and they played it to perfection. Um, they weren't going to be denied, and that's uh, a, a credit to their professionalism. They're also their experience that they have, knowing who they are, knowing what they had to do today. And let's, I just want to see them in their first playoff game come out in the same way they did, the confidence they showed today. Um, it'll be a lot tougher. We know that. But um, early on, when it really mattered, and to set the tone there, they took care of the basketball. Got a little sloppy later on. Ended up with uh, 16 turnovers. But only one. And, and you score 55 points in the first quarter, and you turn the ball over one time. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Well, Because uh, there's so, a lot of possessions. Yeah, and, and, and right now we, we still don't know, you know what, where the Warriors are going to go. And uh, we are hoping to, to get that information to you. We can tell you that our electrifying player of the game that has to go to Clay Thompson. Uh, brought to you by Toyota, class-leading MPG, and more hybrid models than any other brand. Toyota, let's go places. Clay finishing with a total of 20 points, 5 rebounds, 7 of 14 from the floor, 6 of 11 from beyond the arc. Just a job well done for number 11. And again, let's go back and look uh, at the scoreboard. And while I do that, Jim, why don't you give me your thoughts on the Warriors heading into this postseason? What what to, what would you like to see? What you th- where you know again? Uh, talking to Kerry uh, Eggers, a longtime reporter up here, who's covered the Blazers forever. You know, we were talking before the 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 game, and 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 I said, this, you know, if if Wiggins is healthy, there's really no team I see in the West exactly. that is automatically going to beat the Warriors four games out of seven. I totally so, agree with yeah. you. And experience counts, okay? Yep. They've got four championships in the last eight years. And even last year, to me, it was kind of a surprise. So now I'm not going to be surprised. In fact, I have more expectations in the positive way. Uh, no matter who they, they meet in the first round, and I, I think they can handle any team uh, that they're faced against. And I don't think they, they play in the playoffs. They play well. We saw them win the championship against the Celtics, winning in Boston yep. to, to clinch it. Um, they're impervious to that. Uh, they know how to play on the road and win. I think, I think they've got them, themselves a chance this year. If there's I any do. year where you can have the type of season the Warriors had and still go on and win a title, it's this year. Yeah. You know? I, I feel the same way. So. And, and based upon what they did tonight, the, the, that tells me a lot. Uh, obviously, they're going to favor to win this game, but the focus and the concentration uh, they had uh, right from the get-go, and it started started with uh, Clay Thompson, and of course Curry is always going to be that way, and Draymond. Um, but they do need Wiggins. I'm going to tell you that right now. They need Wiggins out there uh, to give them a little more help um, because he's a valuable asset. And when he's on the court with Clay and and Curry, he's he does not get double teamed. Right. And when he doesn't get double teamed, he's going to give you 15 to 20 points somewhere along the way there, at least, every game. 
Before we uh, get to the scoreboard, last thing for uh, for me on this, uh, we want to. There's a guy on the ladder, getting down the ladder underneath the bucket uh, yep. to our right, and he's pulling down a camera. Thirty three years. Yep, yeah, twenty. He's been here for twenty three years. He yep. was the Warrior team photographer for a long time. Sam yep. Ferencic retiring after today's game. I see him. Yep, ten years with the Dubs, thirty three overall. Just a real good guy, and he's been a, a great asset to. The Warriors, to the Trailblazers, to the NBA with his work does fine work. And congratulations on a nice career for him. So we'll give him a shake. We'll shake his hand on the way out of here. Absolutely. Absolutely.